Welcome to Freedom to Choose from Just As I Am Ministries, a nonprofit providing hope of freedom to those caught in the devastation of addiction of any kind, or those searching for a better way to live life with joy and a sound mind. Rich and Susan Collenberg found their freedom from drug addiction and alcoholism over two decades ago in the series Healing by Design. They explore God's healing and restorative nature as our universe's designer and creator. Healing is now on the way on Freedom to Choose. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. With power and glory Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Collenberg. And my name is Susan Collenberg. And we would like to welcome you once again to Freedom to Choose and our new series, Healing by Design. And we are actually now in program number four. And uh, we'll get going here in a second. And I just want to make a note here. Uh, Program four's title is going to be Element for Rest and Sleep. Element number four, Rest and Sleep. And before we get going, Susan, would you open with a word of prayer, please? Yes. Our loving Father in heaven, we are grateful that um, you teach us your design through um, the real world, through the spiritual world. You leave no stone unturned in order to, to help our heart of stone to be reunited with you. We are grateful for all that you do and are doing in order to restore us. And we just ask that you'll be with us and send your spirit to Guide and direct us, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Let's do a quick recap. Um, there are five requirements for physical life, and as we open this series, Healing by Design, that's how we're going to start out with. We're going we're gonna to take a good, close look at these five requirements for physical life, and we're going to see uh, the spiritual applications that run parallel with these physical applications, and the five requirements for physical life are uh, to, to be healthy um, and to teach truths about the spiritual life are air, water, food, rest, and exercise. Now, for the first few programs, we're going to examine these elements and the corresponding spiritual application, and we figured this would be a good opening or a good segue into our series Healing by Design, because this is the way God designed us physically, and the spiritual applications run parallel, like we spoke in the last program, uh, just like a set of train tracks, the left track and the right track, both heading in the same direction, separate tracks, tied together with ties, but they're separate tracks, they're running parallel, they both have their own independent purpose. Right. And uh, just as our physical bodies need rest and sleep, so also we need spiritual rest. We do, because, you know, after Adam, uh, after God created Adam and Eve, while they were still in a sinless Eden paradise, their first full day was actually spent in a Sabbath rest with God, which is really interesting. That rest was not a physiological rest. It was a spiritual rest. The rest and peace of a loving, I want to say, 
a unity with God, if you will. And, well, and it had to have been a getting to know, t- knowing each other time, right? Yes. Because they were just basically born. Right. Right? And so, so they're getting to know their creator, God. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to, I wanted to maybe, usually I say, let's go at about 30,000 feet and take a look at things. But here we're going to have to back off to about maybe a billion miles and okay. look at things. Um, the Bible says in the book of Job that when this planet was created, the morning stars sang for joy. In other words, the angels went nuts, you know, looking at what God did. He created this planet. Now, let's see what happened up to this point. See, the angels were created. Satan was, you know, dragging one-third of them down here mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. And and so this is all taking place when God creates this planet. Right. I mean, this is reality. This And so what happens is, is the devil wanted to be, what Isaiah 14 says, I will be like the most high, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what's, what's, the, what's God's job description? Creator. Right. Right? The devil wants to be like the most high. So God doesn't, he doesn't unleash a whip on the devil. He creates, he says, you want to be creator? Let me show you what creation is. Mm-hmm. The devil wants to be creator. He can't create. Right. So God creates a planet with animals that can, he shares his creative abilities with this planet. He shares his creative abilities with a skunk. Mm-hmm. But the devil can't create. Right. And this is God's rebuttal. And so he has not only man in unity with him on this Sabbath, but the entire universe is now looking at this rebuttal on who is the real creator, who really is and what he is willing to share with his creation. Right. So that that first day of rest, God says, I've here's the evidence. Yeah. And now I rest to my case. Yeah, look so it over. So come and come and explore and um, and and look into my character of creation, and and see what you learn from it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to put in your mind thoughts and um, pre preconceptions of who I am. You can go ahead and you can explore all of the all of the things of creation, and you get to make up your mind. As who to, I am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and and that he has afforded that to us at any time. Mm-hmm. Take a walk outside. Look at look at a bird in a nest feeding its babies. Mm-hmm. God says, I like this, do you? Right. Peel a banana. Eat the banana. Does it taste good? Mm-hmm. I can just hear Jesus walking up with a banana. Mm-hmm. Here, try this. I made this for you. I like it, do you? Right. That's who God is. Mm-hmm. See these little, I mean, I, we got a lot of ground squirrels. They're nuisance. I, I, I don't know what I, you know, I have to have somebody come over and deal with them because I, but cause you, cause you know, I mean, they're, they got little babies and they're down in the holes and you know, so were but the, they, so, so were the, remember the time we saved those, those mice, field mice yeah, yeah, and all their yeah. babies. And then I, they, yeah. yeah. Even though they're rodents, they're cute. They're little fuzzy, you know, and they got the little babies and everything. But see, God's creation 
it's it's all over like that. It's right. procreating, and he shared his creative abilities with this planet in a special way. And I don't know if he's done that on other planets or whatever, but I know that the angels shouted. They the the sons of God shouted for joy, and the angels at the creation of this planet. It says in the Book of Job, everybody was pretty well blown away right and here's god god said this is me i'm going to share my creative ability the devil was not ordained to do that Mm -hmm. satan was satan was ordained to be god's mouthpiece if you will to the angels Mm -hmm. he was his covering cherub he was his right hand man and he did god a disservice and a lot of people i'll be very bold right now a lot of people that claim to speak for god do god a disservice mm-hmm. by the picture they paint of him mm-hmm. and it's happening all over this planet mm-hmm. there's an awful picture of god right now p- being painted on this planet take a look back at creation at how god designed things to operate all he wants to do is put us back into harmony with the way he designed things. If you're drowning, he will not change the law of respiration for you. You will need to be pulled out of the water and restored back into harmony with the law of respiration. It's how things work. And if we are spiritually drowning, we need to be pulled out of that darkness, those lies about God. We need to be pulled out of that darkness and restored back into harmony with the way God has designed things. So then basically what you're saying is, is it's not even so much an atheist or an agnostic's view of what's going on. It's the whole world is struggling to see the basic understanding of who God is and what his mission is to restore us. to restore us, to make us well, to heal us. We're infected with fear and selfishness. We got infected we got infected in Eden mm-hmm. with fear and selfishness. Mm-hmm. And from then on, Adam was the son of God. Mm-hmm. But Abel and Seth and Cain were sons of Adam. Right. And they inherited the fear and the selfishness infection that Adam got by trusting the devil's words and not trusting God. Mm-hmm. And when he did that, he went and hid because he was afraid and he tried to hide himself and in doing so, all of that, see, he, one day he's walking with God and everything's fine, and then he believes, then he distrusts God, and he believes the devil, and he knows he did something wrong, and now he's hiding from God. Mm-hmm. And we inherited that. Mm-hmm. Right, and the rest and peace of experiencing, of, of the experience of being loved, cherished, and valued for who you are is not a work or a performance. The rest and peace of not having to prove yourself. Is that important to you? Mm-hmm. That's very important to me. Mm-hmm. Have you always felt that you've had to earn your way, your own way? Did you had to work f- for approval? You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, do, did you always feel you had to fight for it? Adf- affection Mm -hmm. you know um and this is where god wants to get us back to this rest is a spiritual rest of being fully known by god and in turn uh knowing him as well 
That's all he wants. Right, because that's eternal life is to know God. Yeah, eternal. Right? Yeah, it's not applying some payment somewhere. Right. It's knowing God. And it's not about, you know, I think I said it before, it's not about understanding all the prophecies and the 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 histories and the bloodlines and everything. It's about really knowing God's character, who he is and how he has treated humanity and what he wants to do for humanity. Yes. And a lot of times we we can take the the representation that Satan has put on about God and take that and actually manifest that as God's character. And so when we rest uh, from you know all of that those worldly and and um, evil descriptions of God, then we can come back and we can go back to creation and see how everything worked in harmony. And everything was supposed to be a gift to humanity. Mm-hmm. It was not a, 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 you know, God didn't design humanity in order to to move us around as as pawns on a checkboard, uh, a chessboard, or to you know uh, deal out punishment every time He gets angry at us for choosing the wrong thing. That's how humans mm-hmm. are created, and how humans. Um, respond right to pressures and everything and so god's like i mean that's why god says my ways are not like your ways exactly i i live above the human human heart and the human ways and i have a spiritual realm Mm -hmm. that i want you to to come into as opposed to staying in your own natural state of um your ego and your selfishness and and the human way i want you to partake of the of the rest that I can provide you knowing me. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, um, we know we're talking about resting in God's character Mm -hmm. and I have seen, uh, and you've seen, we've all seen the devil take what happened in the old Testament and make God this annihilating mean monster. And where I really got my spiritual rest was understanding what that Old Testament was about. Mm -hmm. And there's a promise in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, that the seed of the woman will crush the serpent's head. Mm -hmm. And all the Old Testament is is about the bloodline of the seed of the woman and what God had to do to bring that seed of the woman, which is Jesus Christ, into existence. It starts with the whole world, and it has a flood. Then it narrows down to Abraham. Then it narrows down to Abraham's children, not I, not Ish, uh, Isaac and uh, Esau. And it's not Isaac, uh, not Esau. It's Isaac. And then it goes to uh, Jacob and his kids, right? Right. And it narrows down to it gets narrowed down. But it's also, and it's also a story of how God deals with um, his people who are rebellious. You know, so he it's it's he's trying to keep that bloodline alive in orders that Jesus can yeah. be born so that humanity can have a true picture of who God is. Yes. And so it gets down all the way to the to the Jewish bloodline and it follows the Jewish bloodline. And it follows it through, you know, Rahab and all the way through, and you can see that uh that happening. And so God has taken and, and all the truths are in there about how all these people acted throughout history. And how God, you know, tried to, you know, they 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 wanted to be like other nations, and they wanted a king. And God said, "Please, no, I want to be your king, but 
You know, he had to do what he had to do. Uh, and, and so they, we've, taken, we've taken the this picture of God, of God bringing the bloodline of Jesus through history, and we've turned God into a monster when really it was a battle between good and evil so that God could bring Christ through at the right time into existence on this planet. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's just a snapshot, a, a, a bloodline of, of our Messiah. Right, and so when the children of Israel were brought out by Moses, and Moses got the Ten Commandments, and God starts going through the the list of "I'm your God." Don't have other people, you know. Don't have other gods before me, and it continues down all these things. the The fourth commandment was, "Remember the Sabbath. Remember to take the time to separate yourself from the world and come back to the godly mm-hmm. view of design design law." law. Yeah, because six days out of seven, you're going to be inundated with error and with um, the stuff that's going to pull you out, pull me out of your heart and out yeah. of your life. So, Worldly pursuits, and exactly. Whatnot. So let's get together and let's explore and continue to learn about um, that designer God. Yeah, and you know, and the the wonderful thing about it is is once I know for me, once I started seeing God as the designer and on how things work, it, it works into every aspect of my life. Every little, everything I think about, I think about how it was designed to work that way. Right. You know, right. Uh, we got rocks in the rock tumbler right now. Yes. Right. We do. And they're, 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 they're being uh, abrased, if you will, by each other in this rock tumbler. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon they're going to be, uh, for lack of a better term, little gems. Right. Right. They're going to be gorgeous, shiny little, and that's what this world is all about with you and me, folks. Right. We're being tumbled. So and once it was a a, a rugged, dirty, um, dull piece, but- Aggregate. Yes. We are living stones. Right. We are living stones. And see, so this world is basically smoothing off the rough edges mm-hmm. of our characters. And and now once again we're speaking metaphorically. We're talking about the spiritual world, the physical world, applying it spiritually. We are stones, living stones, and the rough edges are being smoothed off right now, just like those rocks in the rock tumbler. And we will come forth when we allow God into our hearts, God the way He uh, appears, the way He is. Remember, eternal life is to know Him and Jesus Christ, whom He sent. Mm-hmm. And that is a God that wants to heal us, to make our wants to make our character shine. Right. So it's not just the hard points; it's the dross. And I think that sometimes we can have that. You know, not. I think the hard points are more of our character and how we treat people, and the dross is maybe the errors that we keep in inside our mind psychologically. And God's like, let me just polish that for you. Let me, because the mm-hmm. last stage of the rock tumbler is so. First, you put in these like fines, right, that are metal fines, and you go through four stages. But the fourth stage and the last stage, there's foam that's put in with the rocks in this tumbler. So foam is really soft, and what it does is it goes in and it brings in something that, you know, a a force into the stones that is going to be polished. And I think that God, that's what God is trying to do too, is to polish the the dross from our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. We are His work. Mm-hmm. We're not our own work. 
We're not, like we said in the beginning, understanding that we're, we're not to be striving for, we don't have to work for acceptance. We already are. Right. Um, we don't have to, how, how are you going to impress an eternal being? An infinite being. Well, and not only that, you're going to impress, right? Because he knows the depths of our minds, right? He knows. Oh my word! So yeah, and we're running around trying to be good little boys and girls when really all he wants to do is sit down and talk with us, right? So we must rest in him, rest in an intimate connection, and in doing so, we are transformed by both experiencing his love for us and responding with loving admiration and appreciation for him. Yeah, and so uh, it's a, it's a, so it's really good because it it's not a one sided God where you ha- where you have to go and you have to perform and you have to do and if you're not then you're in trouble. He says no, it's a two way street. You know, we we both give and get. Mm-hmm. You know, so God isn't isn't so above us that that what we participate with Him in the relationship that's meaning to Him. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. It's it you're not just some you know robot it's an actual give and take with each other just like with a marriage yeah and so that being said we need to when we understand what this rest is about we need to stop trying to save ourselves a desperate and frantic effort to prove ourselves to earn our way to be good enough we are god's special creation brought into existence by Christ Jesus to showcase his character, his living law of love, which has always been God's design for us. Ephesians chapter 2. Come to Jesus and rest in his loving arms. Right, and I love the scripture in Matthew 11. Jesus said, Come unto me, all you that are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light it's rest 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 and what is the root word of restoration rest rest right to be restored you cannot restore I know uh what we was it us this last weekend yeah I took a I took and uh moved a whole bunch of um, things that we had, we have a, we got a new shed for our chicken feed. Mm-hmm. And so we needed to move the, all the containers, the chicken feed and the donkey feed and, the, and a bunch of other stuff into this shed. And, and then of course the pallet racks and all that stuff. And there's a lot of heavy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And how did I look Sunday night? Not too red hot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, after, after a weekend of off and on, you know, moving all that stuff. But after a rest Sunday night, when I got up Monday morning, I you was were restored. restored. Yes. It's a part of the way we re- we are designed. We need physical rest and we need spiritual rest and we cannot live without it. Right. So the true rest comes in knowing who God is, knowing his purposes, knowing his plan for your life, knowing he's not out to get you in trouble, that you're already in trouble. He, Jesus says, I did not come to condemn, but to save. And his father is also interceding with us in Romans chapter 8. 
the Father is also pleading with us, mm-hmm. Romans chapter 8. The Father and the, the God so loved the world that he gave. Right. The Father and the Son are on the same page. Right. All an effort to get us to be restored back to the design. The Father and the Son are one in character, in purpose. There is no need to be afraid of either one of them. Mm-hmm. They both love us, and the, and, and the active agent in applying those truths is the Holy Spirit. And Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants. You hear the sound, but you don't know where it comes from. The Holy Spirit is the same way. Rest in Christ. Let that spirit in. Open your heart. Open your mind. Let God speak to you. Let him restore you. That's all he wants to do. That's all God wants to do is set a human. Justification, set right. That's all it means to be set right. When you justify your margins on your computer, set right. Mm. God wants to set us right. And then sanctification, keep us right. That's all he wants. And remember, folks, there's only two ways to live your life. One is like nothing is a miracle. The other is like everything is a miracle. And you have the freedom to choose. Our Father who art in heaven Thank you for listening to Healing by Design on Freedom to Choose. There is truly hope for people whose lives seem to be overrun with problems, unhealthy relationships, or even imprisoned by some form of addiction. Rich and Susan Collenberg are living testimonials that biblical principles do work. They've authored resources available to move those you love toward freedom. If you'd like to order the Addiction Recovery Workbook, Seven Steps to Freedom, or the book, Could It Be This Simple, The Way Out of Your Prison? Please call Rich and Susan at 916-645-1297 or go to justasiamministries.com. As a nonprofit, they are supported by people like you. 916-645-1297 or justasiamministries.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you.